Welcome to Student of the Game. Catch new episodes Friday at 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. using the TuneIn app by searching WSJU. Be sure to check out all previous episodes of Student of the Game on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and iHeartMedia app. Just type in Student of the Game or Quentin Levon on any of those platforms I just mentioned. But today, this is not a traditional episode. I'm here with a I'm here with a young man who has been on my show before many times to give you his insight on the many topics brought up. I took the time to listen to a SoundCloud, and you know, <laughs> for what I've heard, there's a lot of potential in this man. So it was only right that I invite him up here to talk more about him and his craft here on Student of the Game. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you Atlanta's own Blake Breeze. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm doing good today, man. It's been raining, <laughs> you know, but it's still somewhat cozy season out here. You feel me? Yeah, that's right. That's it's right. It's the cozy in the building. <laughs> Got the sweatshirt on, you know. We're, we're always chilling. Always chilling, man. Yo, it's funny because I remember the first time you came up here, man. I never knew that you, like, made music. I was yeah. like, you just plugged the SoundCloud one day. I was like, wait a minute. Okay, I made time, checked it out. I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like to like tell people like straight off that I just make music because I feel like that's what all SoundCloud people do, just like click mm-hmm. on my link mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I know you, they usually don't work, so I just don't even, you know, try not to bring it up like that. Yeah, I hear some artists are taking that approach these days. Like, they don't always just are out there with it. Like, hey, you know, I'm an artist. They kind of yeah. just like subtly bring it up or like word of mouth type thing. Like, yo, my man make music. Right, yeah, because I mean, if I'm on Twitter and like somebody just, not even, somebody just DMs me, like, yo, check this out. You know, most yeah. of the time people are not going to read that. Right? Word, so, word, word. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't even work anymore. <laughs> but it's been a long time. We've been trying, you know, conflicting schedules. We've been trying to set this up for a minute now, but I'm glad we finally got to finally got to be here. How does it feel here? Like, you know, uh, just to interview now, it's a little different being up here versus, like, doing the game episode. Which yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be lit, though. It's gonna be lit. Word, for sure, for sure. I've been waiting on this for a minute. <laughs> but I know some people are probably listening, you know, wanted to hear the music and whatnot. So let's not let's not take too let's not take too long to get into it. We're gonna get into, you know, record that I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling heavy right now. I'm gonna get into that Malibu right now. Oh, you like that one, bro? <laughs> like Thank you. Mal- Thank Malibu you, is fire. People yo. are asleep on that song. Yeah, man. no, no, no. Mal- Mal- Malibu people is dope, man. Look, look, let's not let's not let's not uh Let's not talk about it anymore. Let's get right into the music because I know people are curious. This is Malibu. This is Blake Breeze. We're on Student the Game Radio right here on WSJU. Listen live on the TuneIn app. Type in WSJU. And if you, like I, like I said before, on demand on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartMedia app, and TuneIn. So, Blake Breeze, Malibu, let's get it. Hey, 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 hey. hey. yeah, 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 hey. Hey, hey, I don't play no games, boy, I'm too advanced. Dirty laundry on my chest, walking with the vans. All I ever wanted was a couple fans. I was riding six deep, moving with the clan. Lemonade and Sprite, pouring out the fridge. Hey, I do this for my niggas back on Kimball Bridge. Hey, I just want an 88 Mercedes Benz. Hey, keep my 
my circle small, I don't fuck with friends. Why my name in your mouth, man, I swear I got some fans. Swear these niggas sleep like they pop a couple Zans. Why they be so pressed, tell me why they got me stressed. I, I ain't read your text, I was focused on the check. And niggas just be talking, they don't got no common sense. All these niggas cap, yeah, they chilling on the bench. Why they wanna flex, boy, I swear they got me bent. Talking about some chains, they can't even pay their rent. I don't play no games, boy, I'm too advanced Dirty laundry on my chest, walking with the vans All I ever wanted was a couple fans I was riding six deep, moving with the clan I don't play no games, boy, I'm too advanced Dirty laundry on my chest, walking with the vans All I ever wanted was a couple fans I was riding six deep, moving with the clan Welcome back, everybody, to Student of the Game here on WSJU. You were just listening to Malibu by Blake Breeze, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm really feeling that record, man. That record is clean. That Thank record you, is bro. clean. I like the tempo and everything, man. Could yeah. you just could you just talk about like uh, the you know the process of making that record? You know, from the producing to the songwriting, because I know you you didn't produce this one yourself. No, nah, this so, is um, so how did this one come together. Talk me through it. All right, so basically, uh, I have like a couple of favorite producers right now. But my like probably in my top three, top five at this current moment, his name is Icy Twat, and um, uh-huh. he's a part. He was a part of this group called Divine Council, uh, and he's like the way that he makes beats is kind of sort of like the style that I try to make mine like. But his are like really, I don't know if you play it, like it fits his name. Like his beats are kind of icy, mm. but that's what I like about his style. And it's like it's like some trap type of beat, but it's not like full on, you know, like Zaytoven. Metro mm-hmm. movement type stuff But that's why I like him a lot So um, I hit him up on Twitter um, And I DM'd him I DM'd him a couple times Actually asking for this stuff And <laughs> he's not like You know a lot of these people That have a lot of following Are not usually uh, Too good with replying To like upcoming artists Yeah, 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 yeah. So but uh, There's a website Where uh, producers actually uh, you can They can put their beats on there And people can buy them so like I was just hitting him up on what's the website called for people that don't know? It's called uh, tracktrain.com. T R A K. Oh, I did see some of your stuff on tracktrain. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So he he had a track train and like he didn't have one for a while and he tweeted that. Um, so he didn't he never DM me back. So I went on his track train immediately and I went through like all these beats. I made this song at like I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. I was just chilling in my room. Watching. Oh, so you finished the lyrics first? Uh, I heard the beat first. Oh, you heard the beat. I made first. It all at like the same time. So I heard the beat. And as soon as I heard it, I knew I was like, all right, this one is going to be tough. Like, this is, you know, this is going to be a good song. Um, so then I just started writing immediately. Um, and then really, I like to rap a little bit more than, like, a lot of, like, the current music. Like, I don't like a lot of the, I do like a lot of the catchy stuff, but I don't like to make that as much. But um, I know that people like it, like, fans like it. So I try to do some of that. So, like, writing the hook, um, it was more catchy than the verse. Like, the verse, if you go back and listen to it, it's just, like, Similes, metaphors, like straight up just lyrics, mm. other than you know me saying like thirty racks on my chest, hey, yeah, you know, I'm yeah, sipping yeah, that tech, yeah. like all that stuff. I don't like that. So I mean, that's how I came about writing it. I was like, I'll make the hook a little bit catchy, but the verse has to be like straight lyrics. It has to, it has to be yeah. something. So it fits the beat. I, f- I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. So so is it? So with that being said, is do you look more for the right beat, or do you try to go with how you're feeling or in the lyrics first? Like when you're starting a song from scratch. I mean, yeah. 
Um, it's always the beat first, mm. uh, and the beat usually like when I hear it, that's why I you know decide if I want this song to have like more lyrics or you know more catchy or like I want it to rap more. And um, personally, I like to rap more, but you know sometimes you have to throw in the catchy stuff because it's cool too. But you know, yeah. okay, that's okay. how it usually comes about though. Beat first. And then from there on, that's how it goes. Do you like hopping on other people's beats or ones that you create? Like, what what's, what satisfies you more? Uh, it's like it's pretty small. Um, it's mainly my beats. Uh, Icy Twat. There's another producer that I have a couple of songs with named Lord Fubu, mm-hmm. and him and Icy Twat are actually friends. Um, and they make like the same type of style. Um, and then I have another friend from Atlanta who makes uh, beats that went to my high school and stuff. And those are really like the only main people. That I like rapping on Because a lot of producers That are on Twitter And social media They all make kind of like The same style So I feel like those people Are a little bit different Is it hard to find Like those kind of Those kind of pockets Yeah It is Yeah it is Um, I'm still trying to find A way to have That type of beat And still make it A little bit more Like catchy Um, Because I know Like it's gonna get boring If I'm just rapping Straight up on all of my songs So I'm still (laughs) trying to find Like the in between But I do like You know those I do like those type of beats Better Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you mentioned um, your friend from Atlanta yeah. back, back in your high school. So let's dive more back into you know where you're from. All right. Cause... Shout out to Wiz Kelly, <laughs> by the way, my boy Tariq. Because there's a there's a, a little bit of mystique about you. You know what I mean? Not a lot of Instagram posts. Nah. There's you know you always covering your face in the track art. Yeah. The track cover art. And you to me you're like the definition of low key. Really? <laughs> That's uh, crazy. A, a little bit. A little bit. You're That's the crazy. definition of low key, but. You know, there's probably a lot of people that listen to your music because uh, some of them get like a lot of plays, right? And you know, there's probably some people that you know don't don't know about you. So just for those listeners, um, you said one time on my show before that you know you're you're from Atlanta, but you're originally uh, from California. Yeah, I was born there. Do you remember anything about California? Not when I lived, there, not when I first lived there. Uh, I've went back, but other than like my first, like when I was born and living there since, I don't like remember anything. Okay, yeah. what, what has you going back? Like, is family out there? Or? Uh, no, there's not really any family. I went back um, last summer too, and uh, it was just mainly me, and my parents, um, and we went. We just went back to like where I used to live. Uh, it's not San Francisco. It's not Oakland. It's in the Bay Area. It's called Vallejo. Mm-hmm. So it's like in between But yeah we went back there So it was pretty cool It's like It's real different from like Any of the cities That I've ever been to Okay And, yeah. what, and what age did you move Out of California? I was real young Real young it was, was real young What were you talking like Two, three Around there Really? Around there yeah So like I really don't have um, As much as the California experience But I try to uh, You know I still Like follow a lot of people Out there Follow like uh, fashion, all that stuff, just so uh, you know, I can somewhat relate to it still, because you know I'm still, you know, okay. I was born there. Yeah. Okay. So, so no memories came back when you went back to nah, visit or nothing like nah, that. Nah, I wish. <laughs> I wish, because I mean, California, San Francisco, and Oakland—they seem like you know crazy places. But I wish. <laughs> all right. Well, most of the memories come from Atlanta. So, what what was it? Uh, what was it like? Uh, what town did you grow specifically? Because Atlanta's, you know, yeah, it's pretty, a, pretty big city. It's a town. It's a city like 20 minutes away from Atlanta. It's called Alpharetta. Okay. Um, it's 20 minutes away from like the main city. Um, so I grew up. It was me, my brother, and then my parents. Um, and I was. It was good though. You know, my, both my parents uh, blessed both of us. You know, they both had jobs. Um, mm-hmm. I was. I never had any problems like coming home. Nobody being there. You know, they were always there for me. Um, I'd say growing up, uh, I was really into uh, sports a lot. Okay. Um, and I actually took piano lessons when I was five years old. My mom forced me to take piano lessons. And it was funny because I quit 
<laughs> after like I took it for a year, I hated it because all I was learning was like Beethoven and Bach and so, like some other people like that. So was music like a uh, heavy influence in your family? Is that what, like? Uh, were they like forcing you into those lessons? Was it just like, oh, you know, play this, or was nah, it just something to keep you busy? It was more like something to keep me busy. Like I didn't, okay. I wasn't really as interested in music as I was when I was younger. I was more like I liked football and basketball more, all that stuff like that. Okay, did yeah. you play in like high school or anything like that? Uh, I played baseball from uh, it was up until fourth grade to my junior year, or actually, really senior year. Um, I played soccer from probably I'd say. I think up until middle school, I played football before I played. I played all, all the sports really. Oh man, you was doing yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you were saying you might, you might probably more so to keep you busy. Yeah. So what is was the neighborhood like bad or anything to keep you out of the streets or? What, oh no, what I mean like? she just wanted me to be like I. Th- she my mom always like wants me to be experienced in everything. Oh right? yeah. So you know doing uh, piano when I was younger. And then putting me in leadership organizations. Mm. Um, now she wants me to like. She wants me to get more involved. Like she's always a step ahead of the game, um, in everything. So now she wants me to start getting into IT because she's seeing that you know computers and all that stuff is about to be um, like you know the the, the main wave. yeah the main wave. So I mean she's always just trying to give me uh, more experience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so what um what high school did you go to? I went to my first two years. I went to Alpharetta High School, and this is when I was like seriously playing baseball. Um, and then I switched after my sophomore year to go to a high school called Cambridge because they had uh, better uh, better looks from colleges and things like that. I was trying to get a scholarship. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, what kind of, What kind of kid were you in school? Um, you troublemaker class class? No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I had for for my first my first year uh, freshman year I had B's. Uh, I think I had like a one C, probably two C's. And then um, sophomore year, it was bad because I had like ten friends in all of my classes. I never like I never failed anything. I had all C's that year, but it was terrible. You know, my parents were angry. Um, and then they were just like, you know, you got to do better. But it was hard because I had all my friends in the classes and stuff. But I was never like, you know, getting in trouble. We'd just be talking the whole class. You're just, you're just yeah. chilling. They're having a good time. Yeah, but then junior uh, and senior year, my grades, they stayed more towards, like, you know, B average, B plus average. Because um, I didn't, when I switched schools, I only had like two other friends that I really made uh, before I went there. Um, and I didn't really talk to too many people there. Uh, so that helped me, you know, do better in school. Um so I think up until, uh, I would say actually until senior year, like late senior year, that's when I started to like, you know, um, I was more focused on my school. And then like last semester, senior year, I started hanging out with a lot of people more. Okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. That's cool. So, um, you know, just for clarification. So at what age did, because uh, you said you weren't really feeling it when you were a kid, the music side. Mm-hmm. When did that start coming into, you know, your realm? I would say probably uh, high school. High school. Yeah, I, my brother used to make music before me, and he actually uh, somebody that he went to school with, called named Silky Johnson. He produced some songs for ASAP back in like 2011. Really? Yeah. So like he was friends with him. He went to the high school I said before, Alpharetta High School. Um, so he was cool with him. So they used to make songs and make beats together. And like that was like the first time I've ever seen like somebody making music like in front of me before. And I was never like too interested in it. I remember. In eighth grade, I got into an argument with my friends, and like they kicked me out of the friend group. It was just some <laughs> dumb stuff. We were just messing around. And after that, I like made a diss song in my uh-huh. brother's apartment. Like I recorded. That was like the first time I ever made a song. That was like eighth grade. Oh, I found wow. like a, a tight beat, like a hip hop type beat on YouTube, <laughs> and then me and my brother wrote the lyrics to it and stuff. Um, that was back in eighth grade. And then um, I think 
probably freshman and sophomore year, I was making beats. I was like, I was terrible. I was mm. not good at all, and I just kept trying every day. So the beats came. Good. The beats came. Uh, no, you wrote lyrics first. I wrote. Yeah, yeah. I wrote. Um, and, and then, then the beat making came. Yeah. And then at first, I wanted to be a producer more than a rapper, which I still kind of do now. But I like doing both. Um, but yeah, I was producing more, and then it wasn't as good. So I just started writing, and then uh, I actually did not learn like officially how to make beats until last April. What'd you learn on? Uh, at first, I started on this software called Logic Pro X. It's on okay. a Mac. Yeah. Um, and that was, like, the most challenging. If you're ever going to start producing, I would not recommend that software <laughs> at all. I went to FL Studio, which is probably better. It's a lot easier for people. Uh-huh. But um, I just didn't know the basics yet. Like, it was still frustrating. Uh, and then I finally my, I finally got shown to this software called Ableton when I went to my second high school. And um, after I stopped playing baseball as much, I started, like, playing around with uh, Ableton more and started to get more familiar with it. And uh, somebody tried to teach me uh, in high school, one of my friends, and it's just like, I don't know, he wasn't a good teacher, so I didn't really learn anything. So literally last year, <clears throat> last spring break, I was like, nah, you know, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to get this right on spring break, uh, like around that time. And that's when I started to, like, really, you know, get into producing. Mm-hmm. So before before we go into uh, another track, mm-hmm. um, one that one that you produce, uh, Rentals, because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that one a lot yeah, too. Yeah, Rentals is the way. Bef- right. Before we get into that one, so being from Atlanta, uh, what what year were you in high school? What what year? What, what was the like the year time frame when you were like in high 2013, 2014 to 2017? Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so when you were like uh, younger, I would say, mm-hmm. um, and you were in the scene where Ti was coming up, Luda. Young Jeezy and mm-hmm. Atlanta was just like on, on fire. Right. And all these like, you know, legendary artists today were coming up. Yeah. What was it like being in that environment, uh, just being exposed to that? Because out here in New York, me, you know, I can only see it on TV. I'm only, right. I'm, I can only feel what I see. Yeah. But you, you're like amongst it. You're amongst the crowd. You're amongst, right. you know, what's going on. Obviously, you had the, uh, your older brother, so he was probably, That's a, yeah. you know, listening to all that too. So, yeah, it had to do a lot with um, being in a, a part of that time. It wasn't as um, big to me as you would think it was living in Atlanta, just because my brother was not only into just Atlanta music, like he was into everything. Like Pharrell's band, NERD, mm-hmm. like, that's a lot of stuff that he listened to. So, like, being in the car with him, um, he loved, I mean, he had all the Ludacris CDs. He still has them. <laughs> he still has the TI CDs. He gave me, I have two of his CDs in my car right now. But, I mean, he wasn't, like, really into. Uh, the Atlanta scene as much as you would think that a lot of people would be. Okay. He still listened to Gucci Mane and all of them around that time, but it was more like uh, Kanye, um, mm. Kanye, N.E.R.D., and uh, the one Atlanta artist that I did like growing up, which is kind of funny, was Usher. Like Usher yeah. is... <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to call yeah. Confessions. Um, oh, what's the other one that he had? He had a song with Lil Jon. Uh, Lovers and, and Friends? Nah, a little John and Ludacris. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was like yeah. the, that was the first song. Like that was like the first one of the first rap songs that I ever remember hearing because like that was on the radio for just hours straight. Constantly, yeah. Constantly. And that was like that was really like the first time I heard of rap music was mm. back then. And that those are probably um, two of the artists that I remember growing up from Atlanta as much. Uh, Ti, Usher. Um, that was pretty much it. I wasn't really raised. I wasn't really experienced into Atlanta music until I was probably like in middle school. Okay, okay. Yeah. Where, so those same. Uh, so besides, uh, so outside of Atlanta, what what were you exposed to besides uh, NARD, uh, NERD, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye um, um, any, any other artists? My brother was like 
everything that I like listened to when I was younger is because of my brother. Because I just used to like, I remember I was always in the car with him taking. But I say uh, the main artist that I've listened to the most uh, is either Jay Z or Rick Ross. Really? I love Rick Ross so much, <laughs> bro. People are asleep on that man. From 2006 to 2010, that man was making straight hits, bro. Straight Rick, hits. Are those the same people that you draw inspiration from when you're making your records or you try to, you know, stand, stand out? And- uh, make your own path. I say when I make music, I usually tend to think of like Kanye, mm-hmm. Pharrell, or Tyler the Creator. Um, and I say Travis Scott too, because um, Kanye, Pharrell, and Tyler, like all that side, that's like the real, like cool, like icy type of side I was talking about earlier. And then Travis Scott has like the catchy, like he has the catchy and he can still write lyrics. So it's like mm-hmm. trying to combine all those together. Okay, type that's, of people, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Well, you mentioned before that you. You're producing, so let's let's get let's get into the next track. Rentals, rentals, rentals. Yeah. Which I know people are gonna want to hear because I real I saw the other day. I was like, wait, this has over fifteen thousand. <laughs> I was like, wait. Shout out to all the people that have been listening. I mean, to that, it, I mean, that record is hitting. That I record is hitting. And we're gonna put you on right here on Student of the Games. It, it's bro. Quentin Levon, Blake Breeze, yeah. and we're gonna put you on to rentals right now. I was just listening to Rentals by Blake Breeze. That oh. track, that track is heat, bro. Well, thank you, bro. <laughs> Keep listening on SoundCloud, Apple Music, please, bro. Yeah, pl- plug it, plug it midway through the show. You good? All right, bet you know <laughs> Blake Breeze, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram. Not Tumblr yet. I'm still working on that. That is a hard <laughs> app. 
Don't ever try and make a Tumblr if you don't have one now. But I got to do it just because. But, you know, all the social media, please follow me and keep playing my music, bro. Please. Word, word, word. Yo, that, that, that rentals beat, man. Thank you, bro. That that one is crazy. That one's crazy. And that's and that's one you produce, man. You'll be... I actually got... um. Like the main like chords, like the harmony from that song, that was like uh, like I got that was like an inspiration from uh, Snoop Dogg's uh, sensual seduction, sexual eruption. Oh, I, I hear it. Singing, I hear yeah, it. Like the beginning. Okay, okay, yeah. That's okay. where I got that part from. Okay, what do you what do you use to produce? You Ableton. Still, you still use Ableton? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's yeah. and that's on the um. Mac, that, oh, Mac, okay. Windows, okay. yeah. They, it's on both. Okay, okay, that's dope. Yeah. Did, did you know this record was going to be as popular as it was? No, I didn't think it was going to be, actually. Really? Why? Because um, the song that you're in, like, Ten Whips, the one that you're about to play, like, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. like, love that song. People love that song. Uh, they like a lot of the catchier stuff. I didn't think that, you know, um, I don't know. I feel like I was rapping a lot in that one, more like Malibu. Like, it was mm-hmm. just more, like, lyrics than, you know, short hooks and stuff. So I didn't think it was going to be, you know, as as popular, but... I guess you know it worked out. Oh wow! It worked out. Oh wow, that's dope. So, so what was what was your reaction when you just saw it? Like, I was I was surprised. <laughs> I put it up, and you know people said that they like it. And then all of us, like the next two days, when I was sending it to my friends, they're like sending me Snapchats like, "Yo, this is probably like my favorite song that you've ever made." Yeah. Like people were telling me that it was better. Like a lot of there's like this old song on my SoundCloud that I deleted a minute ago. <laughs> uh, they had eighteen thousand, but I got into some. Uh, me and this producer got into it who made it but they that was like everybody's favorite song and then when i posted this one a lot of people were telling me like oh you know this is better you know this is the best thing you know that you've mm-hmm. done and stuff like that so yeah is, is that um you know relationships not not to go into it but like re- relationships with producers is that the hard part about working on someone else's beat or nah um i think it's fine uh me and him we're like still i mean i think we're cool i never really had a problem with him i don't really remember how it started but uh, no, I don't think um, I don't think it's a problem. But you know, I think after a while, if the record gets big, then you know, then there's a problem with like, yo, like I made the song, or you know, I made the song better. You didn't do anything. It was really the beat, like a whole bunch of stuff like that. Oh wow, yeah. But uh, producers and artists, um, it's, I think the relationships are either good or they're just like not there at all. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, so with uh, going back to this record, the. What stood out to me the most was the quality on the record, uh, vocally, and you know the quality of the beat itself. Right. You know, just through the headphones, because it's a big night and day for me for uh, some of your previous records. Yeah. So was there anything different you using? Were you in like a, a full studio? Yeah. Or, I was. Yeah, I went to the studio because um, before, I think, uh, I think, it, I think before I made Ten Whips. I don't think I ever recorded a song in the studio. So that was probably like my third or fourth song I ever made in the studio. And that like changed. And people noticed it too, actually. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people asked me or text me like, yo, did you get like a new mic or something? Like it sounds more clear. It was pretty mm-hmm. funny. So, yeah. what did, so what did you record on before? I had um, a podcast mic, the blue microphone. <laughs> and I would paint it in like a, and like to keep all the sound out, like a the soundproof, I would just put it in like, an X, like a box that I got with my Xbox. And I would put it in there. Oh, wow. Use, <laughs> with like a pop filter. Oh. Wow, that's yeah, crazy! It was bad. It that's, was bad. I still don't know how to engineer or mix or master any of that stuff. Okay, so did somebody do that on this record that made it? Yeah, sound? that's oh, why. Wow. That's why uh, I usually go to the studio because you know all the quality comes from the like mixing, like the engineering side of it. And that's like engineering is like a whole different you know section of music. It's like producing or writing or rapping. So okay. yeah, that's like a 
you I mean you know people go to school and stuff like that for it so that's you know pretty serious so okay. that's why I went Where, how did you um you know meet the people that engineer and mix your music now I don't know if you can say names but no no um I'm trying to think the people that I go to in Atlanta uh came from my brother's friend uh she's uh she's she's basically like an A&R she works with Mike Will uh she works with Spotify now actually she's like one of the like she helps out with all the playlists and stuff shout out to Amber by the way but um so we she always invites us to the events because you know she tries to help me out you know in doing things uh so she invited us to the event this event that uh she was at and um the studio in Atlanta the people who run the studio were at the event and we're like me and my brother we're like yo you know we, we just asked like we need some studio time and she was like the people are like over here you know go introduce yourself so I went over I talked to them and because when you if you ever call a studio like the studio that I go to in Atlanta is like kind of like a bigger studio. Uh, they have like higher artists. Um, I think Pierre Bourne used to record in there. Oh, wow. Um, not T.I. Ah, somebody else used to. I can't remember who it was, but it's a lot of Atlantic Epic Records people. OK. But yeah, usually if you call studios like that, they will not return your call or anything. Like they'll say email us about rates or anything. They, <laughs> they won't because I called them before and they, they said, oh, yeah, you know, we'll send you a, a sheet with all the information and, you know, you can call us back. And they never sent me anything. Mm. So like after I met her, you know, that was great because I could talk to her directly, you know, and actually be able. That's how I do all my sessions, really. Um, I don't ever go through the website anymore. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. So with um, so with the the mixing and all that. So t- who do you you recorded that one in Atlanta? Yeah. Uh, rentals. Yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the engineer usually when you go to the studio, um, you can either be your own engineer, so like you have to mix the tracks and make it sound quality yourself, or you can like you can rent a, or have a room with an engineer. So I usually go with the engineer, and then he does all the outside work other okay. than you know just rapping and producing okay so um i would so my next question is like what type of artist are you like what sound are you looking for like is that something that you you know and, and also is that something that you express to the people that are mixing and engineering are you like intimate with that process and- uh ah uh, nah not really you know maybe just like certain little things like having like a little stutter is cool like why you flexing in that? Ah, uh, I'm trying to think. What, yeah, what, like, why yeah, you flexing yeah, 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 yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. But other than that, no. I think um, each engineer is funny because each engineer. That's why I said it's like its own its own section because they all have like their own style to it. Like some uh, some engineers will make like the record like more like spacey, um, and then like some will just like make it like sharp and like you know it really hits in the headphones. So I let them like just do their thing because I mean I don't know anything about it. So oh, okay. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. But I know like there's a big difference you can tell like if you listen to travis scott like his songs are like really like wide and like big like you know they sound like anthems and stuff like that and you listen to kendrick it's like more direct so it's all the engineer like really makes that happen okay yeah so uh the so again back to my other question so what what uh what kind of sound uh are you really going for i've been trying to figure that out myself too okay um a lot of the things that i make it's usually just how i'm feeling like sometimes i'll just sit down and I won't even like try and make anything specific and whatever beat comes out, I'll just write to it. Um, but I do want to go towards, uh, I'm trying, I think I want to go more towards uh, a Tyler, the creator um, type of sound. Like I like how he's more, uh, at least in his later music, 
like his last three albums he's a little bit more upbeat like his beats are like real different they're cool and they remind me of like video games like okay. type of music and that's uh that's another place where i get a lot of inspiration from but i think more to, towards that side um and then occasionally you know i have some cool like catchy you know travis scott type tracks and stuff like that but which is funny that you say yeah, that because, because the 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 ones that really stand out to me are the ones that you're upbeat on i'm like really? I, those are the ones i really like you know yeah. rock with heavy on. it's like, hard it, yeah. so, it sounds like it, it's effortless for you do you feel that way or yeah sometimes it's like sometimes i enjoy making that type of music mm. um and then sometimes i'll just like dang like maybe i want to make some music uh you know off of like wolf or like flower boy you know that's just like cool you can like you know just mo- all the music that I make though is aimed towards something that you can drive to. Like okay. if you're driving in the car, that's where I want my music to be playing, and that's how I feel. Like a lot of if you listen to Tyler's album, you know that like I feel like it brings like something different. Like the I don't know how to explain it. I really don't. Mm. But um, upbeat tracks are cool. Uh, making the type of music that I've been trying to has been really hard. <laughs> it's been really hard finding the right sounds. It's so difficult to do. Really? But I mean, um, whatever. What's, what's hard about it? I think it's just the fact that a lot of the music that uh, Tyler, Pharrell, and that whole group makes is like they all do it themselves. Like they taught themselves how to play the piano mm. and stuff. And it's more like. Uh, they have more of a jazz um, R&B type of feel to it And like the way uh, Way to make those beats is a lot harder Than making rap beats Like anybody in here or in the back room Could go on FL Studio And make a rap beat in like 10 minutes But if you tell them to make like a cool R&B Jazz whatever It'll take them a long time just cause as far as like What you have to play It's a, it's a lot more complicated to make that type of music So that's why I think I've been having such a hard time doing it it's because I don't have like as much uh, experience in playing the piano and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you would consider like Tyler and Pharrell like current influences? And- yeah, and those are probably my top three, top, well, top four, other than Kanye okay. and Travis. Those are like the main people okay. that um, I find inspiration from. Um, and it's funny though, because my those are like my inspirations. But if I was to listen to somebody like right now, like if you asked, like if you had one person to listen to, like if, if I was to walk out this room and play somebody right now, guess who it would be? Travis, Playboy Cardi. I guess we. Okay, you know yeah. what? I didn't. I didn't want to guess that because I saw you. You tweeted that you want to work with Playboy I Cardi. Do. I it, would love to work with Playboy is that, Cardi. That's still the goal. That is that is my my current goal. That's the first thing that I want to <laughs> do in music is work with Playboy Cardi. Um, but that's like. That's the difference between me like being inspirational and people that I listen to. Like Cardi, he's inspirational to a point where like he made it at like twenty years old and like he was doing things at a young age. Um, but like he doesn't have like the type of music that I'm going for. Um, but I mean I'm trying to think. I that yo, that guy is crazy. <laughs> that guy is crazy. Like that's something that I definitely want to do eventually. Well, you on the right, you on the right track for sure. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm did you trying. Always, did you always see yourself doing music? Uh, back when I nah, I always, I always used to see myself playing baseball, um, a mm-hmm. lot because that's like probably my favorite sport to play. I mean, that's you know what I played the whole time. Uh, I always thought of myself being like my favorite player was Derek Jeter. And oh, okay, like, that's okay. all I wanted to be was the next Derek Jeter. And then after I got injured, that's why I stopped playing baseball. I started messing around with music more and um, listening to a lot of music. Uh, it helped me like get into it more. And that's when I started seeing myself like, OK, I think I can do this. Like mm-hmm. I have a good ear for it. I listen to a lot of different stuff. Um, 
And that's how I got into it. And then another thing, that's what I was trying to say, between, like, inspiration and people that I listen to. Mm-hmm. Like, I can listen to Cardi, I can listen to Uzi all day, and if I try to write a song out of that, um, it'll be terrible. Like, I'll be writing, like, catchy stuff, and it's, okay. just, it's not me. So it's funny because when I listen, before I write a song, I actually listen to um, either, like, a lot of old-school rap, like Wu-Tang and uh, A Tribe Called Quest, or I'll listen to a lot of uh, R&B, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So was music uh, anything uh, Was it music related Why you came to St. John's Um Nah not necessarily Okay Um I feel like If I stayed in Atlanta I could be you know Doing the same type of things In music but For sure Yeah but being in New York I mean it's almost the same place Like you know As far as music Like you can meet anybody here Mm -hmm. Just as you know You can meet anybody in Atlanta Just walking down the street So How's the experience been so far Uh, I love it up here Really I love it The food is 10 times better outside of this school than at home. Really? Um, yeah, I think so. Like, there's so many more options that you could go to. Uh, I have some of my family up here um, that lives in Brooklyn, so I go. I can go out there. You know, it's still, I like it up here. It's basically like home, uh, other than eating food on this campus. I think that <laughs> is great. That's great. Really? Because, I mean, me, I, I would like to try Wingstop, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only, that's another thing. I, this is the longest time, the longest period of my life that I have been without eating good wings. I, <laughs> I, I am dying for a 10-piece. I, you know, I tweet this all the time. Um, I have a Finster. Shout out to all my Finstagram people. You know, If you go on that, if you have the chance to follow me, I, all, there's at least five posts that talk about wings. Because that's the, that's the <laughs> thing that I miss the most, bro. A lemon pepper 10-piece with a Sprite and a lemonade mixed together, bro. <laughs> you got the whole order that's, on That's that, what I need man. right now, bro. I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, go, going back to St. John's, is it hard managing school and being creative with music? Because I know it's, oh, it's always stressful managing a paper when you right. want to write a yeah. song. <laughs> uh, it, it is, but it's not more the academic standpoint from it. Um, I could always really do that. But I think when I make music, I have to be in like a certain place. Like, I have to be uh, by myself. And I like to hear it like out loud. Like I can't make beats in my headphones for some reason. Like okay. it's just too I don't know. I like to hear things out loud. So that's the only thing. Like being in a dorm, it's kinda hard to make music because like there's always people in there. Mm-hmm. Um always people coming in. And it's like hard for me to like really focus because there could be like the playoff game on, uh M, you know, uh two K is going on on the t- on the T V and sometimes I try to go into my sweet mate's room to make music and then I can't go in there because he's playing GT I guess a whole bunch of stuff going mm-hmm. on. So um, it's not as bad as like academically, like doing both. But uh, just as far as like living, it is kind of uh, it's hard up here to okay. make music. Because when I go home, I could just be in my room and just play it on like a speaker. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and rentals was recorded in a studio in Atlanta. Uh, where do you where do you record up here? Do you, uh, it's do you called, record up here? Yeah, it's called Signature Sounds. I made Malibu up here. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's like it's literally ten minutes down the road. Uh, shout out to the engineer. <laughs> Mixed by Boogie. Yo, just a side note, all rappers need to shout out their engineers more than anybody because without them, sure. their music would be terrible. For sure. Bro. Shout out engineers and producers yes, everywhere. Of course, bro. Of course. <laughs> so, uh, so since you said you're uh, recording up here, um, you said Malibu was made up here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, and uh, Stay Back, I made up. Stay here. Back, the, new, yeah. the newest track. Yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get into I that one. That. 
But uh, could you say like uh, what's in store for you next, or what you got cooking up, like while you up here, or anything like that? Um, so I, I have been going a lot lately. So I have my first event uh, last week. Me, uh, my roommate, and uh, somebody else that goes here, DJ Marco. Shout out to both of them. Um, we had an event up here. I was crazy. Uh, we're trying to work on something that's coming up next semester. Uh, but all the people, you know, back at home. Um, I'm trying to work on music specifically, like for the summer, like a summer type, um, summer type vibe. Probably like uh, I've been trying to think like how to place it. Probably with like a cookout type vibe. You feel me? Like <laughs> I want people to be like I want my music to be able to be played at like if you're at a cookout, a graduation type thing. Like that's the type of sound, type of sound that I'm going for uh, currently. A cookout with seasoned chicken, right? Yeah, cookout seasoned chicken, <laughs> the hot dogs, you know. With the barbecue sauce on it. Oh, my God. The wings, you know. But that's what I'm going for right now. It's more of like, I try to make the music that goes along with, like, the season type stuff. Have you ever thought about linking up with other artists and producers around St. John's that are up and coming as well? Or? Oh, yeah. I actually, uh, when, I, when I go to the studio, uh, I usually bring my sweet mate, guy who lives in the room next to me and connected. Uh, he makes music. Uh, shout out to Masjid. Um, and then I go with actually somebody else who's from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we usually go. Um, and I gave him like I make beats for all of them. I send them beats, and um, we've been making a couple songs together. So I'm just waiting until they paid it out, you know, so other people can hear them. That's dope. That's yeah. Dope. So what? So what's your plans now? Because you're a freshman now, right? Yeah. So what's your plans for the for the next four years? Uh, you know, music wise or career wise, like what you. What's your, what's your trajectory? What you thinking about? I will meet Playboy Cardi this summer. I can guarantee <laughs> you that, bro. I can guarantee everybody that is listening. I'm going to speak it into existence. I will meet Jordan Carter this summer. And when I meet him, bro. Call him by name. And I introduce myself and I tell this man, yo, I have beats for you. I hope I, I could imagine that I would meet him at a studio. So I would be even better. So when I show him these beats, it's over. It is over. But I will still, if I... Um, but really, I think that uh, musically, I could get noticed, you know, by at least like a small A and R or maybe a small producer. Hopefully, get signed to them. Um, that would be great. Uh, but other than that, I just keep making music and staying at. I still want to graduate. Like I don't ever. If yeah. I ever blew up, um, I don't want. I wouldn't drop out of school. Oh, wow. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I would. You know, stay all four years still. Still be making music and just try to manage off of that. Oh wow! Yeah, that's dope, man. But yeah, I say my main goals are working with Playboy Cardi right now, and at some point I want to be. I guess I don't know what how the process works, but I want to perform at uh, South by Southwest. If oh, you know what that is. yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's, that's dope. Yeah, that's like my. Those are probably my two main goals right now. Or even if you got SOBs too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo. SOBs is legendary. Yo. Yo. I don't want to talk about that. Crazy. <laughs> Yo, speaking into existence, man, but we'll get into some more music. You want to play that 10 Whips? Yeah, 10 Whips, bro. <laughs> you said that's a fan favorite, right? That is. A lot of people like that one. If you People don't realize this, but I love cars. If you listen to any of my songs, 99% of the time I'll probably talk about rims or windows. Or an 88 Benz. An 88 Benz, <laughs> yeah. Something in my, in, in my songs, bro. All right, y'all, let's get into this 10 Whips. Blake Breeze, hey. student of the game. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, step up in your house. Walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit. Say you run a block. Step up in your house. Walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit. Say you run a block. You ain't on a block. You ain't got no Glock. Boy, you need to stop. You ain't sipping walk. 
Out here in the cut like I'm G.I. Joe. Niggas on the gram pushing for the low. Ten whips at the crib, 20 trips out the state. 30 girls at the lake, but y'all don't hear me though. Step up in your house, walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit, say you run a block. Step up in your house, walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit, say you run a block. Step up in your house, walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit, say you run a block. Talking all my shit like I'm Stephen A. You can say that hatin' shit for another day. All these broke niggas asking what's the price. Always on a mission like I'm Jerry Rice. Make your girl sing like she Kelly Price. Yeah, make your girl sing like she Kelly Price. Step up in your house, walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit, say you run a block. Step up in your house, walk up in your spot. Claim you running shit, say you run a block. Hey, hey. Welcome back, student of the game, Blake Breeze. You were just yeah. listening to Ten Whips. Yeah, you were listening to Ten Whips, and that's and that's a fan favorite. You said right? It is. It is. <laughs> especially <laughs> especially up here. It's a lot of the because uh, that was the last song I made before I came up here, and like so everybody that like hears my music first at St. John's, that's the first song that they listen to. So they love that one up here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So so how was uh family and friends receive your music overall? Uh, with uh, their last song? Or, no, just in general. Just oh in general. yeah, I mean, all my friends, you know, those are you know those are the main people, man. You know, they support me and all of my stuff, which is which is cool. Um, my family supports me too, because I know it's kind of it's kind of surprising, because uh, I know a lot of people who make music like their parents don't want them to do that at first. Yeah, all that's that what I was yeah. My mom, uh, my mom supports my music. But I hate showing her songs because every time that I show her a song, and there's a curse, and oh my, that's all she listens to. <laughs> that is all she listens to. Like she doesn't care about the that I made the beat. She could care less. If, even like Kanye made the beat, bro. Like, she hears it, she knows. She just does not like me cussing in it, bro. What was the reaction when you say what make her sing like Kelly Price? <laughs> it's, every time, every time I show her a song and like I know there's cussing, I try and talk over like like yeah, you know. My so friends said he liked this one, you know, <laughs> and, and like every t- any time like that, any time like that. Oh man, yeah, it's I hate showing my mom music, bro. <laughs> and sometimes like my brother will, my brother will like play jokes on me, like he'll do it on purpose. He'll be like, oh yeah, Blake just made this new song at the studio, like <laughs> you should hear it. And I had to show her, and it's just terrible. It's terrible. Oh man. So uh, you know, go talking talking about uh, some of the lyrics on this record. Um, you know, you don't hear me though. Rentals talking about you know why you in that car you know like yeah you know, nose tenant but uh, you know it sounds like you really like talking to people <laughs> like a certain demographic so do you deal with like any hate towards your music Can you talk about you know people love it or no type of hate or not not really like um like where does that emotion come from as well I'm trying to trying, trying to get at. I think it's because where I grew up I never like had to go through any of the things that. Uh, that card not cardi um i'm tripping um like not even Kanye. i'm trying to think people like the game 
Um, even like G Herbo, Chief Keef, just rappers like that. Tupac, people who talk about like their life experiences. Like I haven't had to, you know, face what they had to face, like struggling and stuff like that. So I mean, I go on Instagram and I just see people that I don't like, maybe from like school or something. Just like I don't even know, just flexing and stuff like that. That's mainly where it comes from. I just like when I write my lyrics, I just have like I just have fun with it. Flexing and trying to stand out, like wearing yeah. like a certain belt or yeah. something like that. A, yeah, that's that's mainly what it is. It's just annoying, like going out and seeing somebody wearing like a full Gucci sweat suit. Like for man, like come on, man, you know. So you can't, you can't mix that up with some some Adidas, maybe. You know, you have to wear the <laughs> whole thing at one time, right? <laughs> so is that what makes you want to be a little more low key? I. That's what, that's what it seemed like You know Like people that flex They try to be loud But you yeah. know, you're quite the opposite Is that where it comes from? Um, In a way I think that's just Who I am personally Like If I don't really know you As well Like it's kind of like Mike You know my roommate Of mm-hmm. course That guy is crazy He's like a real outgoing person And like he is that with He's that way with everybody um, but me, it's like if I don't, if I'm with Mike, actually, like in the beginning of the year, I'm not like a real outgoing person. So like, you know, he'll dap up everybody that we see in the cafeteria, and like I just like I really want to talk to him. It's not me being like mean or you know just acting like mm. whatever. I don't, that's just my personality. Like I'm more of a, like a laid back person mm-hmm. um, than being like energetic and posting pictures, all that stuff. Uh, I like Twitter a lot more than Instagram. I just personally don't like posting pictures. I don't think I'm a very photogenic person. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I like. I just like tweeting more. I think it's better. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Instagram is just. I don't like it. it it's boring to me. Like, I Twitter it updates all the time. That's really what it is too. Twitter is always like something is always constantly happening. Yeah, yeah. Instagram, you could be on there like I could have been on there like four o'clock. Then two hours later, I go back and it's like the Still same. The same yeah, stuff. I, don't know. I just don't like Instagram like that. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that though. Nah. I mean, like, just because you know somebody's like you know maybe not too into the conversation. It's not that they you yeah know, they're not rocking with you. Right. Yeah. They're just not. You know, that's just their personality. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But. uh you know, also also in those records, like you know, you saying like you're talking to those people that like you know it's flexing or whatever that case is. Like, yeah. does it come from like a? a I'm not gonna say that you consider yourself like an underdog, but it, does it come from that kind of mentality or just something to keep you hungry? Like, uh, I just feel like it's always something. I feel like there's always people doing that, so that's why I think you know I write about that. Um, a lot of that stuff comes uh i'm trying to think of where that would come from that's funny that you asked that because i've yeah. never like really thought of that before because yeah, it's, it's like a it's like a pattern not that it's yeah. anything wrong with it it's right. just like you know is that something that you just you feeling or uh in a way yeah i don't like <laughs> now that i think about it i don't like a lot of people bro <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't like a lot of people and it's not always people who are flexing like wearing designer or whatever but i don't know now that i think about that um but I think a lot of it comes from listening to other artists. Like, if you listen to any old school rap, like Eric B and Rakim or Wu Tang, they're just always getting on somebody, which is mm. kind of funny. Like, they're just, it's more like not even bragging about themselves, but they're just always calling people out. And that's where I, I get a lot of it from, I think. Word, word, word. Um, going going off that, I want to get into quick because we only got a few more minutes. Right. Shout out to Stephen A, by word. the way. He's a big inspiration. <laughs> I love that guy. Oh, Stephen A. Smith? Stephen A. Smith is a role model. Oh, no. He he was definitely like he one, one of my big influences yeah. when I was watching First Take. He, said, he says whatever he wants, whenever he wants. For like, sure. You know, he's crazy. I love him. <laughs> that's another that's another, re- that's another place where I get my inspiration from. Shout, right. shout out to you, Stephen A. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. But the tagline, Dirty Laundry. Yeah. Where, where, where does that come from? Talk about that a little bit. Um, I've been wanting to do a clothing line oh, I'm trying to see if I can get this on my live I've been trying to do a clothing line 
probably since uh like sophomore year maybe um and i was coming up with names uh gosh i was coming up with names and none of them like really stood out to me um i had a i had an idea for something called a staff and it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be a real simple like clothing line um i'm gonna follow through with it actually um Mm -hmm. i've been working on with my brother a little bit but it's just like a basic shirt with like yellow letters and all caps like staff it was just supposed to be a playoff like security and stuff like that um but that didn't like really stand out and i remember i thought of like dirty laundry like um it's just something that i feel like dirty laundry is something i like that name because it's something that people deal with like throughout a weekly you know daily basis like there's always you always have dirty laundry yeah right? i got some right now yeah, you always, <laughs> like you always got you always got some clothes that are dirty so i feel like it just like it's a cool name too yeah it is um and i feel like it just it sticks so uh i came up with that i actually came up with this idea back in i think junior year or senior or junior or sophomore year and i told it to my brother he was like nah i think you could do better like it's kind of basic um i think somebody already has that name or something like that but the name dirty laundry yeah so i went back i didn't i never looked it up i just you know took it for his word Mm -hmm. you know and then i just went back i was like nah i feel like this would be a good name so i searched it up nothing nobody really had it i mean people had it for like a blog or like just some random website like there was no like real nothing popping off yeah yeah, nothing like a real thing i was like okay i can't do this so i was like i'm just gonna go through with it and the way i knew that it was gonna be a good brand actually is i was hanging out with my friends i was like all right let me see if this is gonna work so i was like yo uh i was like yo malcolm have you seen asap rocky in that new dirty laundry shirt (laughs) and he was like nah bro show me the picture I was like, nah, I was just, I was just messing with you, bro. Like, I just came up with that name, like for a clothing brand or something. And I did that with like a whole bunch of other people, and like, you know, it sounded like a real, a real brand. And you know, so I just went along with it. I was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, that's a cool way to test it out. Yeah. So you can see how people like receive it. Right. Yeah. So that's how that's that's how I like you know became official on doing it. Okay. So yeah. what's the 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 name for it? Is it something that you're thinking about going forward? As far as like. Uh, you know, because I see it on the tagline on Apple Music. Yeah. Is that like, you know, maybe if you make your own label or something like right. that? It's uh, or is it strictly for a clothing line purpose? I think the more that I thought about it, I think I want it to be more of like a, a clothing line, like collective type thing. Because I want to have, I want to have like a real music label at some point. But um, I'd rather just keep Dirty Laundry like aside. Like I want my music name to be... Like, my music label name to even be, like, more simple than that. Like, okay. you know, I just feel like Dirty Laundry is, like, real. I feel like it's more specific. Okay. So I just feel like it goes more towards clothing than anything else. That's what's up. Yeah. So last question before we get up out of here. All right. How do you feel, you know, a little self-evaluation, how do you feel you can improve on as an artist? So are there any areas that you're looking to build on or, you know, uh, any tools you like in the sharpening? What's up? Uh, I think lyrics, just talking about, like, different things. Uh, I could definitely do better on. Um, I say lyrics, uh, switching up my flow a lot. Uh, sometimes I, I go back. This could be my own year, but I listen to like Rentals, Malibu, and like some other rapping songs I had. And sometimes like I had like the same type of like cadence throughout the whole song. So I've been trying to you know switch up on that. Um, producing, I don't know. That's like something that I'm like really proud of myself for doing. So I don't really see anything too wrong with that. But I, um, I love that's like my favorite thing. But I love I think writing is something that I could definitely improve on. I always have like writer's block, and when I get out of writer's block, it'll be like I'll basically still be in it because I think I have an idea and I write stuff down. And it's like more of like the same things that I've been saying. So just being more creative with writing is yeah. why I pin more like personal things I think into it. 
That's dope, man. Yeah. That's dope. All right. So we about to get up out of here. Before we get up out of here, y'all, we going to leave on this note. We're going to play Stay Back, new track by Blake Breeze. We're going to close on that. Before we play the last track that's going to take us out of here, just sign out, man. Hey, man. You know who it is. It's Blake Breeze. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and SoundCloud. And please keep bumping my music. I love all y'all who listen to my stuff. Bro. I love y'all. That's all. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. And this is your host, Quentin Levon. This is Student of the Game. And just remember, new episodes are on Fridays, 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. You could listen to past episodes on SoundCloud.com, Quentin Levon, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartMedia app, TuneIn app. I'm searchable on that. Just type in Quentin Levon or Student of the Game on any of those platforms. If you want to listen live, like I mentioned before, type in WSJU on the TuneIn app. And just hit the play button. What you waiting for, man? But with that, we're going to sign out here. Can I say one more thing real quick? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Another thing that is on my goals and I will speak into existence on my first album on the intro, I will guarantee you Stephen A. Smith will be talking reckless on my intro album. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen A. Smith. That's all. You got to play all. this for Stephen A. then. I got to, bro. I got to. This is Stay Back. This is the newest track by Blake Breeze, y'all. Take care. Yeah. Hey, Bree, yeah. where you going, bro? I just want the bag, I'ma make it all. Yeah, these niggas think they real, I'ma let them fall. I just want the bag, I'ma take it all. Yeah, these niggas think they real, I'ma let them fall. Niggas changing like the seasons. Please tell me what's the reason I've been ballin' so hard Catching niggas off guard She went designer and chains She went them niggas for fame She went designer and chains Swear she driving me insane I've been ballin' in a 2-3 Came back in a 4-5 I've been ballin' in a 2-3 Like I'm playing up at light time All of my niggas, we keeping it real We know how to deal All of my niggas, we keeping it real We been in the field I just want the bag, I'ma make it all Yeah, these niggas think they real, I'ma let them fall I just want the bag, I'ma take it all Yeah, these niggas think they real, I'ma let them fall Free smoke, better watch out Niggas always got a big mouth Niggas always want a big cat Talk shit, better stay back Free smoke, better watch out Niggas always got a big mouth Niggas always want a big cat Talk shit, better stay back.